Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, Aaron Keller, hunting pro and pretty much wildlife pro, is here with me <laughs> as usual. And this is an important podcast today. It's very, hopefully it will be very informative and it's something people in our state need to be aware of. We have Brian Wakeling, the head guy in charge of our game division, game division administrator. And then we have Perry Wolf, always great to have you, our wildlife vet. And we are talking about Senate Bill 85, which it's it's been passed to prevent chronic wasting disease. So could one of you just give a quick briefing on what chronic wasting is? We'll get more into it later, but just a quick little recap of what it is so people are aware of it. Yes, um, chronic wasting disease is a always fatal nervous system disease that impacts um, deer, moose, elk, and reindeer. And it has been found in captive um, and free-ranging cervids, deer species, in 25 states and and Canadian provinces, and also in uh, Norway and South Korea. Um, And it has been spreading uh, across the states. Um, And it's something that we're all very concerned about because it has the potential uh, to impact uh, the health of our deer and elk herds and, and all cervid herds in North America. Wow. Notably, it isn't in Nevada yet. And Good so to note. Very important. That's one of the really important parts of that Senate bill is that we're trying to prevent it from getting here. Okay. And then so that so it's Senate Bill 85. What 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 does this mean for hunters? What should people be aware of with the passage of this bill? Well, um, essentially what it means is uh, if you hunt in another state and you're successful in harvesting a deer, an elk, a moose, uh, caribou, reindeer, um, you're limited on what you can bring back to Nevada. Um, it, you can bring back the meat, um, but essentially you want to remove any, th- any part of the spinal column, the, the brain stem. Um, you can bring a clean skull plate back in. If you choose to bring in the whole skull, uh, you can do that, but you need to clean uh, all the brain tissue out from inside of that. Uh, and you can bring back uh, the, uh, the quarters with the bones intact there. Um, but essentially, you want to limit the amount of uh, material that you're bringing back into, the, into Nevada that has the highest likelihood of being uh, where the concentration of those prions are. Okay. And did you have something you wanted to add? No, I think that so, um, yeah, it's just a matter of, you know, it's clearly outlined in SB 85. It's, you know, uh, pre-wrapped or quartered meat and then no um, nervous or brain tissue, as Brian said. And how will this be enforced exactly? Or do we... Enforcement is going to be a bit of a challenge, um, but it's something that we're working on and developing. Uh, There's certainly, uh, uh, you can be stopped um, and through routine activities, um, but uh, what we're really encouraging people to do is 
is rather than to make this a huge enforcement challenge, mm -hmm. uh, we want people to, to be thinking about it proactively. This is a benefit to all Nevadans. It doesn't matter whether you're a hunter or, or you're just a wildlife watcher. Um, it's in all of our interests to do this. And so we're not looking to try to get a whole bunch of covert operations ongoing or stop people at the border. We want people to cooperate, and we that's why we're trying to get this information out. Right, and I think that's that's one of the main reasons we wanted to do a podcast was just to try to get it out to hunters, right? The the preventative side of this is not that hard, right? To make sure you don't have any brain tissue or, or spinal right. column. It's not that hard to leave that stuff behind or just make sure you're doing your due diligence. And exactly, it's more that. exactly, and and the the thing you don't want to do is get into Nevada and then suddenly feel guilty about it and start dropping that stuff on our landscape because that's how you're going to to introduce it to Nevada. We don't have it. We don't want it. We want everybody to be aware of it now. If somebody does come into the state and then they realize, oops, I shouldn't have. You know, maybe this applies to me. If they come to um, you know one of the regional offices of the Nevada Department of Wildlife, then we would be happy to take that material and we will um, destroy it safely. Right. What we don't want is somebody to get back to Nevada, realize that they have broken the rules, and go throw it into the ditch. Absolutely. Right? Exactly. Can, and can you talk a little bit about how that process would like the prions, how long they can live? Oh, they can I mean, live. At least they've uh, taken animals uh, that were positive off of ground, and they were able to contact um, when they put new animals in five years later, uh, they developed CWD. So we know at least that it can hang around in the soil and in plant matter um, for at least five years. Wow. And you know, occasionally hunters will uh, hunt in other states like Colorado. Um, in a lot of cases in Colorado, they'll they'll go ahead and test uh, animals that have been been taken, and they'll they'll contact the hunter uh, afterwards if it has tested positive. As Perry was mentioning, if you come into the state and you and you want to get rid of something you think might be. Um, you realize you've done this unlawfully. Even if you do everything lawfully and, and you're contacted by another state and they say, hey, um, your animal tested positive, please, please, please don't just toss it out on the landscape. Again, feel free to contact us. We'll help you get it off your hands. We'll, we'll see that it's disposed of in a, in a safe fashion. Right, because one of the things with CWD is that they don't want you to consume the meat. Right. It's so. advised that, you sh you know, it's the hunter's choice whether they want to consume the meat or not. I'm sure that some hunters will yeah. um, consume meat. They've been, you know, hunters have been doing this for decades, um, even after the discovery of CWD. Um, but if they don't feel comfortable doing that, as long as they contact the department, then we will um, help them get that safely disposed of at no cost to themselves. Why is it advised that they don't eat the meat? There's, there have been some studies in non-human primates, macaques, um, that are not, uh, the, the published, it has not been uh, published to date, but the preliminary findings were that after years of feeding um, these animals CWD-infected meat, that, it, that, that there was evidence of CWD in the brain, um, but has not been confirmed in humans, only in non-human primates. So that's why they're they're being extra cautious. Gotcha. 
Right. And I, I kind of want to <clears throat> circle back also to something that Perry said that this, this isn't a new thing, right? CWD has no. been around for decades. Yeah. Decades in other states. Yes. And other states have done this preventative type measures to where they don't get CWD in their state. And Nevada's kind of following up just doing our due diligence with this bill. It's not something, it's not a law enforcement thing. No, this is no, it's all, it's just a hundred percent disease prevention. Right. Um, and we were, are trying to protect um, Nevada's, you know, hunting resource. Mm-hmm. And um, what are some of the other prevention efforts we have going on? Cause I know we have check stations. Well, we check stations are, um, you know, we did our first one uh, a couple last year and what we're trying to do, it's a very uh, efficient way for us to collect a fairly large number of CWD samples um, from hunters that are returning from their hunt and, and going back home. So um, we have a number of them planned during October um, we have on October 5th, which is the opening weekend for uh, deer um, in at the Love Station in Wells, Nevada, um, and also at the Loves in Ely, Nevada, is trying to catch, you know, people especially that are heading back um, to Reno or down to Las Vegas. Um, again, on October 12th, then we are... Um, planning to have another one in Wells and then also one down uh, near Ash Meadows or Ash Springs in Alamo. We haven't gotten the exact location nailed down, but it'll be in Alamo. And then over the Nevada um, Nevada Day weekend, we will have another one um, in Ely at the Love Station. So this is a chance for us to just, all we're doing is collecting a sample, um, which involves a small piece of the brain stem at the, at the base of the skull, as well as some lymph nodes that are in the throat. Um, takes about 15 minutes. Uh, it should not be an issue for anybody's trophy. And we want this from all Nevada hunters because the best way that we can um, ensure that we don't have it is to do this annual surveillance of deer and elk. Um, to try and ensure that there's no positives in the state. So we're hoping that hunters will stop by and show us what they hunted and, you know, mm-hmm. and chat and let yeah. us take a sample. And yeah. ask questions. And ask questions, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, and this, and we're trying to make it convenient for hunters, but it is absolutely not mandatory that they stop. It's not going to be an enforcement uh, check station. It's just an opportunity to come talk to us let us go ahead and collect those samples and uh, um, if one of them should turn out to be positive uh, which at this point we don't expect but uh, in the event that it does we'll certainly be alerting you right and so we're just kind of picking strategic places that hunters we know hunters <coughs> go through Ely Wells those places where it's kind of like crossroads exactly and yeah and they know. might be stopping to get gas or get a snack or yeah. Yeah. Something I saw, I stop at all those places. So, yeah. so I know yeah. it's good spots. Exactly. So we want it yeah. to be super convenient for the hunters and yeah. and as I said it's not an enforcement check station. It's was only us trying to collect biological information. Some other ways that they can do that is if they don't want to keep the head um, they can certainly drop it at um, either the Eastern office in Elko or at the Reno office. Um, the Las Vegas office is in the process of moving, so that's not a super convenient place to drop it in Las Vegas, but we do have folks that sample out at Moles Meats, so 
Um, if that's something that's not too inconvenient, you could drop your head there. Yep. Um, if you take your head to a taxidermist, we are asking um, uh, hunters to please ask their taxidermist to save the part of the head that they would normally throw out. Um, and we have an incentive program in place for the taxidermists um, to save heads for us. And then they go in the freezer, and when their freezer's full, we collect them and um, do the, the sampling. Right. And so, so there, after the break, I want to get into some of the information you guys are collecting mm -hmm. at the check stations and mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um, because a lot of that last year was very important. And it, we want to make sure that hunters are really clear on what they need to provide as far as information. Exactly. So. Super important information, but we are out of time already for the first half of the show. But we will be right back after this quick break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we're talking about chronic wasting disease and some of the prevention efforts we're, we're trying to go through right now. So um, before the break, we were talking about our check stations and also hunters who don't go through the check stations have the option to take their heads to a taxidermist. So what kind of information should they be providing um, to the taxidermist? Well, what, what we want is um, their tag number, obviously. Uh, whether it is a deer or an elk, and sex and age, we might. We'll, if they don't know the age, we'll estimate it when we when we get the skulls, um, and then also what their hunt unit was that's on their um, tag. Uh, if it was to be a positive animal, then we can correlate back with their tag number and their name, and then uh, contact them if that animal was to be positive. If they come into a check station, um, we will ask the same thing, and then we would probably ask them to kind of point out a location on a map, um, just so we know that that's information that just goes into our wildlife health database. It's not shared with anyone else. And But if we were to have a positive, then we would like to know exactly where it was that they, it's very important to know exactly where they shot that deer for further um, surveillance efforts on our part. So some very important information you guys need. And yeah. Brian? If, if we were to have a positive, we'd definitely be talking to them, and as Perry mentioned, and then we're going to be looking a lot more specifically on where it was and, you know, it'll help us inform us about migratory herds or possibly less migratory herds, you know, just where to start looking. And then just to reiterate, we were saying it before the break, but this is, it's it's not enforcement that we're doing here. It's just for hunters if they want to come through ask questions and it's really their part to their way to do their part to absolutely this absolutely here. and and another point is is that people may think well why do you have all these check stations on the eastern side of the state and that's because cwd has been found in um central uh eastern um utah so at this point, but not in California or Oregon or Idaho or Arizona. So at this point, we feel that, 
you know, if there was migration and it got into some of our migrant cross-boundary state herds, that that would be the first place that we would likely find it. Because we do have some migratory herds that we share between um, Utah and Nevada. So that's why we're right now focusing on that eastern um, portion of the state. Um, and certainly then also if people want to stop, if they do bring a head in from another um, from another uh, state uh, and didn't realize that we'd passed this legislation, then they can stop at those check stations and we can um, discuss with them what we want to do with those, those samples. It doesn't hurt to stop. It doesn't hurt <laughs> <Yeah>. to stop. <laughs> no, it doesn't. it doesn't hurt to stop. It's so. not enforcement. It's just biological sampling. Exactly. And um, speaking of prevention, I want to circle back around to Senate Bill 85. And just like the check stations have been planned out, it, where they're located. Um, Senate Bill 85 didn't come out of nowhere either. This is something that had a lot of diff support from different agencies. And Absolutely. A lot this, went is, into it. this is something that we worked <coughs> on. Uh, we've been talking with the uh, Department of Agriculture sp specifically, uh, State Vet. You know, we wanted to make sure this was something that was supported um, not just from the wildlife side, but from the agricultural side. And uh, this, you know, this was something we worked on together. And it's pretty over oh, Yeah, well, that? I was going to ask Perry or Brian, either one. Um, is there any implications to the livestock industry if, with CWD? That's just a... No, no, no. it's not. No, it's just um, that, you know, we there's a couple of different legislations that, you know, overlap. Right. And um, there is... Um, the possibility of having some captive cervid herds in Nevada for fallow deer, but we don't, right. we, so far we have not had any, then um, those would be classified as alternative livestock and fall under uh, the Department of Agriculture. Right. But okay. at this point in time, we do not have any legal um, fallow deer herds in Nevada. So, but it, it won't affect cattle or no. sheep or any no. of those no. herds. Okay. We're still trying to keep our herds healthy yeah and it yeah. impacts anyone who eats game it yeah. impacts yes. a lot of people yeah a lot of the, when you start looking into the disease it's it's similar to a lot of the diseases that they discuss with livestock but not just with livestock i mean um a lot of other uh, uh wildlife species as well and something they call a transmissible spongiform encephalopathy which is a fancy name for saying you can catch something that makes holes in your brain <laughs> <laughs> and other species have yeah. their own i mean uh this is mad cow disease but that's specifically in cattle right. and you know the department of agriculture oversees um you know sheep diseases and scrapie is the same thing that's in sheep and then there's another one in mink and then there's a, a couple that creutzfeldt jakob disease is actually one that's in people but again they're right. not related to each other other than that they're all prion diseases they're all aliens they're all aliens, <laughs> they're all aliens. <laughs> well i you know maybe that would be easier to deal with seriously <laughs> that's so, yeah. so senate bill 85 it we were saying it early on in the show it's simple it's we're just asking hunters so say i've harvested something in another state what are the steps i should go through from there well you want to um if you have a trophy animal that you want to bring back, then um, you can either bring, first of all, for the meat, you can either have it cut and wrapped in that state. You can bring back quartered meat. 
And then for the skull, you would have to have the hide removed and the skull plate, you know, cut off and then in no brain material. So you can't bring back a head that still has the brain inside of it or any other um, portions of the animal except the quarters or cut and wrapped meat. Right. If, if you're interested in bringing back a skull uh, for European mounting, um, you can do that, but again, uh, you have to have that brain cleaned out of there, and it's really best to have it treated with something like uh, bleach or something to make sure you get it as clean as possible. So we're not, it's not like we're asking a lot. Like no, we're not asking them <coughs> to leave their trophy behind, and um, this is being, you know, as I said, the majority of states in the U.S. and, and provinces in Canada have already implemented um, these regulations. So they've been in place for uh, years in other states. Right. So if you're a hunter in Nevada and you're going to another state in the West, you're probably going to have some similar rules in that state. Well, and certainly hunters that, that you know, from other states that come to Nevada yeah. would have to follow the same rules to right. go back into their states. Yeah. So I think it's something that hunters just in 2020, 2019, 2020, moving forward, are mm -hmm. just going to need to read yeah. up on yep. they're going to need to learn the rules and it's forward. it's actually i mean it it's not hard to do and even if the rules weren't there this is the kind of thing you want to do because we don't want to spread th this disease it it's in uh, it's in 25 states and provinces let's keep it there let's not spread it the last thing we want to have to deal with right exactly <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so is there anything else before we end that you guys want hunters to be aware of when it comes to cwd when it comes to the new regulations um i just want them to you know feel comfortable reaching out to us if they need clarification mm -hmm. that's yeah. very important yeah if you have questions ask um don't be afraid of our check stations come in talk to us give us a call um, if you've got something and you don't know how to get rid of it give us a call we'll help you do that if there's anything you're just not sure about right. it doesn't hurt right to call. and they'll probably be getting information <laughs> from us um, you know from starting with archery season because I know that there's you know there's successful hunters out there and muzzle loader season and into rifle season um, just reminding them of you know what our regulations the new regulations are and um, we'll make sure that we get out the dates for the um, check stations and you know remind them if they don't want the head to please consider leaving it at one of the um, regional offices and if they do want the head to please encourage their um, taxidermist to uh, save it for us or they can come to um, either Elko or Reno or Moles Meats to have the um, sample collected. So there's definitely a lot of options. Yeah. Yes. And if you're hunting in another state there's a reasonable chance that we'll be reaching out to you and, and letting you know what our regulations are as well. We're going to try and contact uh, anybody that we know has a tag in another state just to remind them. And that goes back to, we're not trying to get in your business. Exactly. We're just trying to prevent this from coming here because exactly. there are a lot of implications with that. Yeah, and I think a lot of this stuff we'll try and push through our social media. Maybe you got, might get an email from us if you're a lucky tag holder in Nevada, um, both for the check stations, but then also some information on CWD. If anybody listening wants to learn a little bit more, maybe spend some time reading up on it. Um, all things info. you should be doing before your hunt yeah as it is 
So um, one more time. So the check stations, could you list the check stations? Yes, they're going to be on the opening weekend, October 5th, that weekend. Um, they will be at the Loves in Wells and in Ely. Um, on October 12th, they will be at the Loves in Wells and also down in Alamo. They'll be um, probably around the Ash Springs area. Uh, and then over the Nevada Day holiday, the 25th, 26th, and 27th, there will be another check station in Ely at the Loves there. Perfect. So be aware of those. And um, thank you both for being here and You're welcome. being so informative. Yeah, thanks, you guys. always are. Yeah. And thank you, everyone, for listening and doing your part to help us prevent CWD. So thank you. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.